Just a quick heads up for Roster Watch Nation, we've brought a sports betting podcast here to the feed. This is the Algo 5-Pick Podcast featuring the value index tool for Roster Watch Premium members who are interested in sports betting. It's hosted by Can't Miss Mitch, who you've heard on the SiriusXM show. He's the creator of the Value Index Tool, a.k.a. the Algo. It's him and it's his boys, Brad and Peter the Irish Guy. This is a sports betting podcast that we've brought to the Roster Watch feed, and our hope is that the podcast will provide context and some kind of human interpretation of what the Algo, which is hit at a, I mean, a 58 to 62% clip across all games, over the last half decade historically but what the algo might be pointing us toward in the betting markets so you can get access to the algo's weekly picks for every game along with betting volume versus money insights the prop finder tool all the stuff that we talk about on the radio show you can find all that and more with a premium membership at roster watch and so for now let's hand it off to the algo boys and can't miss mitch I'm joined, as always, by Can't Miss Mitch, Pete the Irish Guy, and the legendary Value Index Algorithm. This is your five pick. Week nine, five pick. Let's go, boys. What's happening, Pete? What's happening, Mitch? What's good, boys? Good. Feeling, feeling good, good feeling after a um, little late afternoon, uh, <laughs> evening comeback for myself after a rough, rough start. You- you would be talking about week eight performance. Yeah, week eight and performance. I think that's a good segue to just jump right into it. Uh, according to my records, what I've got here is uh, Pete and I both went seven and eight. Mitch and the Algo both went nine and six. Uh, and like Pete said, a strong close to the uh, afternoon saved most yeah. of our hides here. Yeah, the boys, <clears throat> Mitch was sitting really pretty. The Algo was just solid all week getting two different games the margin of victory spot on as mitch and i pointed out on on the monday edition uh the algo look right i was in bad fucking shape at two and seven through the first nine um <laughs> and not feeling great about it but i did this i cracked a little oh. surge i got a little energy i felt good about my you know late evening um, Sunday night, Monday night games. I finished five and one to get myself back to seven and eight and keep my you know sixty percent uh, record intact. So yeah, I, I kind of it felt like a win to be honest of a weekend yeah. for me because of how poorly it started. Mitch? It was a bloodbath at the beginning. Yeah, Mitch. Yeah, I was pretty excited about the Baltimore correct margin of victory as well as the Dolphins Miami, exact yeah. margin of victory kind of did feel like we were robbed on a few games we said this on the Monday night edition for our Patreons and you know I felt like that Jacksonville game got away real late and ultimately I still don't know how the Jets lost that game to a terrible New England well I do because Zach Wilson is just atrocious yeah he's not very good he doesn't look good he just doesn't get it i don't think he gets it no it's not i don't think it's that i think like all of fucking the 
all of the fucking sound bites coming at you, coming at everyone I hear. Everyone wants results fucking instantly from these guys. No one has any patience with anyone that was drafted in the first round. Like, the kid's been playing for about five seconds. He was sure. injured for like a year. Fair. Like, let's give the guy some fucking time Fair enough. to get good at football. My so, big but he doesn't have to make plays. He doesn't have to try. And I heard this. Greeny said this on ESPN Radio. You don't necessarily need to be the Brett Favre and make these incredible plays. What you need to do is just not make these critical mistakes. The same thing to Mac Jones. Manage the game. If you want to be an NFL starter as a quarterback, you've got to manage the game. So I do feel like that game got away with, uh, got a, away from us, and I, I did feel like those backers who had the Jets – uh, including myself, yeah. we were robbed. Could have been 17-3. We were robbed. I, listen, uh, I think, real quick, you're right. You don't, have to, you don't have to do a bunch of things, especially when you're 5-2, and two, like the Jets were. Do the simple things. Yeah. Hand it off. Complete the little dinky dunkers my big and be in the game. My biggest complaint is that it's so lackadaisical. Like, he's, like, tossing these, like, lazy fucking throws down the field, and, like, they're just easy pickings. Like, there's two picks where he just kind of, like, tossed one up trying to throw it out of bounds, and it was like, dude... That's just carelessness. Like, that's dumbness. Like, Yeah, I think a lot of these guys, away. though, like Wilson, like Fields, like Mack, all these guys, they're coming from high school to college. Now, it's a pro support. They were the fucking man who made every fucking play. And they come to the NFL thinking they got to be the same thing. No, 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 you don't. Mm. There's NFL football players all over the field. Just do the simple things. As Coach Belichick says, do your job. So for the year-to-date totals, the algo is sitting at 55%. You're up 440. Brad, 49%. You're making a comeback to 50. I respect that. You are down 890 and probably changed your number several times. (laughs) Uh, Pete, you are sitting at 59.5%. You're plus 1580. Yeah, I so, lost, lost, uh, lost a few books on, on this weekend. You did, not much. Yeah. Uh, and we flip-flopped. I'm sitting at 60%. I'm plus 1770. Here's one of the things I did want to mention. Because what typically happens for the amateur handicapper is you're going to have a blow-up week or maybe two blow-up weeks where it basically just said, I'm done. You've already spent the money. You know what I mean? The algo has had one losing week, and the losing week was six and eight, which is keeping you in the game. You may not be crushing, but A, you're having fun, and you're living till next week. And I really respect it. Like, I have had two losing weeks. I went six and nine in week two. I went six and eight in week seven. You know, those don't feel good. I'm paying the bookie on Monday. I don't like that. The algo is keeping you in the game. Guys, If you want full access to all the data, come and join us on patreon.com slash backdoor cover. We've got all the data. We post by confidence. I even have it color coded for everybody so you can see the top confidence levels to the games where uh, proceed with caution. We've got video. We've got audio, sometimes not video if I'm not wearing clothes, which we, nobody needs to see. 
<laughs> Come on and join us. It's $10 a month. I guarantee you guys are spending more money gambling, and it's for the entire month. If you don't like it, we'll give you your money back, and you can be on your way and go listen to your dumb friends or better yet, listen to Barstool. Who give you losers nonstop. We'll give you nothing. Is is anybody <laughs> over 50%? No, not one person. Not one. Not one person. Is that over true? Fucking, yeah, 100%. The not one person over 50%. Yeah, I mean, it's ridiculous. I do also want to say this. Last week, If for anybody that's still in the Survivor, I gave my Survivor post. I said, Buffalo, my lead pipe lock was San Francisco. Mm. By the way, there was never a doubt in that never. game. That was my, those are, my highest confidence level. That's one of those games where you bet and you're just kind of just enjoying yourself the entire time. Yeah, and I think we all are starting. We all understand now with enough games here who the Rams are oh, yeah. and who the Niners are. The Niners have lost a, a couple of games. Like the record won't blow you out of the water. We know that when it comes to the end of the year and it gets into the postseason, the Niners will be fucking difficult to beat. And the Rams won't be there, essentially. I think that's what it comes down to. Yeah. Well, right, should we get, get into, into it? it? Yeah, let's do it. Let's wrap. We got, Thursday, we got Thursday night football. Eagles on the road against the Texans. Wait, this is actually bananas. I'm just realizing we have a Philly-Houston matchup on Thursday night and a World Series matchup. Now, I think you look at both of these teams – they are completely different teams. One is heading for a number one draft pick. One is the number one team in the NFL. Uh, this line is sitting at 13 and a half points right now. Uh, it opened up at nine and a half points. Major line movement. Consensus right now, though, on Vegas Insiders, 13 and a half, although I am seeing 14. 14 yeah, I'm seeing 14 in a couple of spots. Um, I was listening to MLB Network, and they were talking about how when this kind of first got posted, they were thinking, oh, wow, it, is it an off day? Can we get the Phillies World Series game? They're in two different cities, unfortunately, because it is an off day for the yeah. World Series night on the Thursday. Um, so that would have been awesome had it been in Philly and you get World Series, World Series, NFL, World Series game. It would have been great. But, been um, but yeah, Phillies, Eagles and Phillies fans are fucking loving life right now. Uh, the line is absolutely insane. The fact that it's... In, I mean, the game is in fucking Houston. I, 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 14 points on the road in the NFL is, is ludicrous, no matter who you are, no matter what your record is, no matter who you're playing. I, don't get me wrong. No one would be surprised if the game was 28-3 to going into the fourth quarter and Philly were smoking them, but there's just no way in hell... You can go into this game as a gambler and say, I'm taking Philadelphia. As I've said a min like so many times before in this podcast, the Texans choose to receive the ball, they kick off, and they go down the field and score. And which at home very easily could happen. You're up 21 0. Uh, sorry, you're up, yeah, you're up 21 0 on the spread. You're feeling great about yourself. Um, I, the Texans is the only only uh, pick I can make here. There's no way I can, I can take the Eagles. The Eagles have looked amazing. They're going to lose a game here eventually. Um, there's going to be a close one eventually because they haven't played many close ones either, but I'm taking Texans. Yeah, they're going to be close. Ones. They're going to lose games. This one isn't going to be one of those, but they. I, I'm with you, man. Like 14 points at home, like you just – that's a no-brainer, especially with this Houston team who – 
besides last week has been very impressive and they were they were absolute dogs stinking ass dogs last week um i mean the it was pathetic honestly like the tennessee could not throw the ball uh they got a rookie playing quarterback he goes six for ten for 55 yards and they can't figure out that what tennessee's going to do is run the ball it's clear as fucking day and Tennessee, between Derrick Henry and uh, Hilliard, running for over 300 yards on him. Just run amok on him. Uh, Henry had 219. Like, if you know what's coming, you should be able to, like, stop that from happening to you. And they just couldn't. Like, it was just an inevitability that, that uh, Henry's going to run all over him. That being said, 14 points is too much on the road. I think that they have to get some stuff right here. And I think that was embarrassing, man. Like, I think they got to step up and, like, deal with that shit and, and uh, look themselves in the mirror and, and like solidify that defense. So I like them to do that here and uh, keep it within 14. As bad as that game was last week for the Texans, they Ugh. lost by a touchdown. Yeah. And it felt like they lost by a trillion. <laughs> so I think they can hang. Tennessee is not a great football team. Brad, what you said. It, isn't Tennessee one of the teams, I feel like for, since Variable got there, we don't think they're great, and then we look at their record, and they're fucking ten and four. Next thing, they're, they're ten and four, and we're like, wait, what, what the fuck's going on? Well, that's fair. Yeah, I mean the division's right, but yeah, yeah, you you kind of knew what was coming. Uh, look, Philly's going to win this game easy, easy. I'm not worried about Philadelphia winning this game at all. I think they are unstoppable this game would be a survivor if you're still in and you haven't picked the Eagles. This is the game you're going to do it. I mean, the spread is 14 points. It's the highest spread there is. The Eagles, though, I will say this. Uh, they're 5-2 and two against the spread. The Texans are 3-3 three and three against the spread. They've hung in there. 89% of the money coming in on the Eagles. 84% oh of the money coming in. Uh, 84% of the tickets on the Eagles. So because of that, I have to take the Texans. I'm going to take the Texans with the two touchdowns. Uh, my guess is this thing ends up at 14. The value index algorithm has Philadelphia winning 26.18 to 13.35. So you're getting about one right. point on the Texans. Yeah, I mean, if you're, you're at 14, you're getting a little bit over a point of value on the Texans, which... I feel like 14 is where it's going to land. It very well could be. Yeah, yeah. It very well could be. I will say this. I always like these little nuggets. The Eagles are 6-1 and one against the spread in their last seven Thursday games. And I can guarantee, though, that none of those games have been where they're favored by two touchdowns. Yeah, I wonder how many of them were on the road. There's probably a fair split. Um, I'm going to make a ridiculously bold prediction here. I'm going to say Houston win at right this Ooh, game. Wow. I'm, I, it's the Upset, sh it's gonna be the, It's the short week on the road against the Texans, a, a completely embarrassing underdog where everyone thinks they're garbage. The Eagles just subconsciously will be taking this one for granted on the short week. I, I like a little Texans upset here. We're going next. The Chargers coming off a bye week go on the road to Atlanta, who snuck away. I think they got away with one there. This line opened up as the Falcons getting three. No real line movement there, but 85% of the money coming in on the Chargers, 55% of the bets on the Chargers. 
Yeah, wild line to me, actually, to be honest with you. I can't I can't believe that the Chargers are favored here. The Chargers have shown us, I think, time and time again that they're inconsistent. Um, Herbert hasn't been able to really show me anything that makes me think he can go into on the road against a team that are playing pretty well, good defense, have some good wins under their belt, have a win that they should never have got from last week. Um and be favored. That kind of blows my mind a little bit, to be honest with you. Uh, so I'm definitely taking the home dog here. I don't see. I don't see an argument really to take the Chargers. To be honest with you, I think there's only one call. I think. I think it's a hard place to go. Atlanta. Listen, they got fucking lucky with that win. The kicker let them away with it twice, essentially at the end of the game and in an OT. But the Panthers, as we've been saying, they came off a win against the Bucs. They were underdog, and no one thought they were good. And they were feeling themselves going into the game. It's like playing on house money. They were like, we, there's nothing we can't do. They're going to try everything. They got the Hail Mary. So. Don't you feel that both of these teams, well, I say both of these teams, that the Falcons and the Panthers are both playing with house money? I mean, yeah. you just had a fire sale. You, had, you have your third quarterback on the depth chart. The Falcons still pulled out a win, and they're without their marquee running right. back. who may be back week nine. So he's questionable now for week nine, which would be huge. Oh, that would be a big... Right, it would be massive, because I remember looking at the waiver wire and seeing their... The, it, it, it says it, he's out indefinitely. So, no, it's it, the report I read today was that he it's possible he's back for week nine. Okay. So if that's the case, regardless, I think... Listen, I think the Falcons at home are the pick here. Um, and I really, yeah, I just don't like the Chargers in this spot at all. Yeah, you know who's not playing with house money? The Chargers. They yeah. came into the season, they Big had high down. expectations, and it just hasn't been good ever since. Ever since uh, Herbert had that kind of like rib injury thing versus Kansas City, they've been shaky on offense, and the defense has never really come into form. Like, they've got a shitload of talent. There's a lot of pieces there that are coming together, but like, there's just nothing that's that inspiring about this team. Like, I'm not that confident in them. In them, on the other side of the ball, the Falcons are fucking rusty, tough, nasty, unpleasant. The coach is good. Uh, he does fucked up shit to fantasy football, but whatever. He wins football games because of it. He's not gonna throw Kyle Pitts the ball. He's gonna make him block for like a million, whatever plays in a row, and then finally give him a touchdown eight weeks into the season. It's a it's irrelevant. What he's doing is playing checkers while everybody else is playing chess, except for vice versa. He's playing chess. You get yeah, it. I, listen, the other thing, Brad, I think they're going to, I think Atlanta and maybe even Carolina with their attitude and the Saints, like their division stinks so bad that they know they're always going to be in it. So every week, like it's never like, oh, well, the season's done. Our attitude's going to be bad. No, 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 no. Four and four, you're leading the fucking division. We're fucking in. We're going to be in the postseason is what the Falcons are thinking. So, you know, every week you're going to get the max effort from everybody. So They're salty, some, man. Like, they are a tough pill to swallow. And I like, I mean, this Falcons team is just gritty. Like, you can appreciate that out of a team. So, I think it's the opposite of the direction that the Chargers are going in. And I will take the Falcons at home with the points all fucking day. Yeah, I'm blown away. Atlanta is a top 10 rushing team. And obviously, you've got Mariota, who's got the wheels on the ground. That certainly maybe paints a different picture, but it's a weapon. Mark, he has not made a ton of mistakes. No. And when I look at this team, I don't think anybody 
is counting on them. This, these guys are six and two against the spread. And what you said, yeah, the Chargers, they they haven't been great. Although surprisingly, these guys are four and three against the spread. <laughs> I have to say though, the Chargers coming off a bye. Yeah, I think that definitely gives them an advantage. I re- I understand why they're favored by three. It gives Herbert another week to get healthy. Something isn't right. They, I believe, Allen is back yes, this week, and that is a yeah. big, big deal. Although they're without Williams, right. I'm gonna go with the Chargers here. That they win on the road. This is a better football team, guys. We have more than half a football season left. The Chargers are sitting at four and three. They could easily, easily come on top and go to the playoffs. They've got one of the best running backs in the league. I think Herbert is the real deal. I know, Peter, you don't love him. Uh, but again, I think he's I think he's hurt. I'm taking the Chargers here. I'm gonna take them on the road. Uh you guys, are you ready for this? Let me hear it. Uh this this can't be right. Um <laughs> This 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 just can't even be right. Uh, I have to I have to look at this no, again. It's right. This Mitch, can't take, be right. Take your biases out of here. This is this. Is no 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 no. This the, I actually think something might be wrong with. Um, There's nothing ever wrong with the algorithm. <laughs> it's a machine. It doesn't make mistakes. Uh, it it very it very well might be. Uh, I'm look. Hold on. I'm like I'm. I gotta put this back. While in. you're talking about that, while you're looking up that number, the other thing about this team is like we talked about how they should have lost to Carolina. There was a yeah. celebration on that long bomb. Yeah. Uh, Moore took his helmet off, pushed him back. They missed a field goal, and it, it resulted in them going into overtime and then eventually beating Carolina. And while yeah, like they got some lucky breaks, I still think that like I just knew the Falcons were gonna win. I wasn't even paying that close of attention. Like I was watching it out of the corner of my eye. They just seem like the the team that I would trust to win if yeah, there's a game on the line. There's more salty. I agree, and Mariota's just decent. I kind of trust them here. Do you know the one funny thing yeah. about the, the penalty? The what? rule is actually if you take your helmet off while you're on the field or in the end zone, it is a flag. Was the player in? who took his took his helmet off was out of bounds because he, he was jumping into the off. into the stands, right? Like yeah, he, took he exactly. He was not on the field or in the end zone. Dude, that's so, got to be the worst feeling. You're sitting on the sideline and you've pushed your guys back. You missed a field goal. Like, you've lost so many fucking games and you're just like sitting there, like, God damn it. Yep. Well, Mitch, What a fucking bomb, though, man. That The arm on that guy, uh, PJ. It was a great throw. Yeah. P- PJ, who's Zana Zaza? Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Uh, the algorithm has the Chargers winning this game 22.8 to 20. Nine one, so you're basically getting a point of value on the Falcons. Yeah, it sounds about right. Yeah, that absolutely feels right. Um, Did you change the something? Num- well, the number that I was seeing was not wrong. Uh, okay. Was was completely off. So yeah, okay. it was there's there's a kink, kink. in the Excel there's, spreadsheet okay. modeling. So we'll I respect uh, a good kink. We'll send it over to the Ukraine and and have my boys. <laughs> uh, whip this thing up so um any event moving on uh we're gonna go to new york technically new jersey buffalo goes on the road against the jets who i think were robbed with a terrible uh officiating call mac jones that bs uh roughing the passer i mean he tapped him (laughs) dumb play 
but bad officiating. This line opened up at the Jets getting 10 and a half. I'm seeing 13 across most books right now. Again, a lot of fucking points to be given to a five and three team at home. Um, you know, I think uh, uh, probably a lot going into that result against New England, who were probably not the best team out there. And in the end, we looked kind of comfortable, although the Jets should have been up 17-3. So that game could have been very, very different. Um, the Bills have just taken, you know, the Bills have taken care of everyone, right? Are the Bills undefeated still or no? They've, They've won, lost, lost one. They lost to Miami. Oh, yeah, that's right. In down in Miami. So in a very, very close game that they should have had a chance at the end to kick a field goal to win, but they fucked up the clock. Um, I think it's too many. It's too many points. I can't I can't give the Jets... I've got to give the Jets some respect. None of the reporters or any of the gam- uh, the bookies are giving them any respect. Every week they're an underdog, um, but they're continuing to prove people wrong. They're winning games. They're playing really good defense. They're running the ball well. They just have to get Zach Wilson to not make fucking stupid mistakes and turn the ball over. Um, I think after last week, that game against New England, there's going to be a game plan adjustment and you're going to see a lot more handoffs, a lot more play action, a lot more screens for Wilson this week against the Bills. They're going to try and keep it simple and have a chance at the end to be in the game. For that reason, I'm going to take the Jets here. Yeah, I like it too. I mean, the home home team and the points, and this is a competent team. Make no mistake, like it's the same exact argument for Houston. It's it's a perfectly capable team at home with a massive, whatever head start going into the game. Uh, P, you asked if if Buffalo had lost a game. They lost to Miami earlier this year. I don't know if y'all, my phone went in and out, right. so I don't know if y'all covered that or not. But yes, uh, they've lost. Yeah, one. we did. Yeah. I so the one thing that like gives me pause is what what the bills i can't forget about what they did to tennessee like in week two or three when they just beat the fucking doors off of them like i keep thinking like they probably would let off and like just kind of coast if they got up on this team and it would end up being a backdoor cover whatever i'm not so sure this team does that um regardless i think it's too much points i I just can't in my right whatever my conscience do that so i'm riding with the uh jets Buffalo four and two and one against the spread. The Jets five and three against the spread. Yeah, Jets are playing with house money. This is a good football team. This is a good football defensively, and they really don't need to do much on the offensive side of the ball. It's really just playing phenomenal defense, smash mouth football. I do think that this Jets team is going to be able to contain Allen and company. Buffalo is definitely going to score points. But I really honestly believe the Jets is a much better defense than what Green Bay was. And Buffalo is on the road. This is a divisional game. This is way too many points. You know the scoreline I can see is the same scoreline that the Bills beat the Packers by. By 10. 27-17. What's the spread? 13. There you go. That gives you three points of value there. I can see that that being the scoreline. 55% of the tickets on Buffalo, 57% of the money on the Jets. I am rolling with the Jets. Way too many points. The algorithm has Buffalo winning 
point two seven to twenty, you're getting loads of value. a 12, lot 12 of value. Points almost. A lot of value. You are getting almost twelve points of value. Eleven point seven six. Peter's good at math. By the way, you don't have to be good at math to join us on Patreon. Ten dollars a month. Patreon.com slash backdoor cover. Come on. Join us for all the data, all the picks. Peter's hot. The algo isn't going to burn you. Brad, you're making a comeback from. So I don't necessarily think that we're going to fade you no. like we did in the beginning of the season. The other thing I wanted to say our consensus picks with the algo were 75% last week and we're like 20 and 7 or 20 and 8. Uh, I need to go back. I might I be off 20, a game. I think it's 20 and 7. It might be. <laughs> yeah. But well, last week we were 3 and 1. We would have had three for three here on consensus picks other than this Chargers uh, ATL game. So we've got Houston and we've got the Jets so far. All right, our, our consensus picks are hitting at 74%. Yeah. Uh, what's next? That's pretty good. Uh, speaking of Green Bay, um, thank you, Green Bay, for that interception uh, last Sunday night on the three-yard line. I thought that game was way over. We started watching some weird Spotify movie on Netflix. <laughs> Not bad. Not bad. Weird actor, subtitles, check back in, and, and Green Bay did what they were supposed to do. They are opening up as a three-and-a-half-point favorite on the road against Detroit. Man, I don't know. That's kind of disrespectful to Detroit. I, yeah, it is disrespectful to Detroit. Uh, if you watched, uh, although if you're a Detroit fan or you're a Detroit better this year, one, you probably don't have a lot of money left, but two, <laughs> uh, that game would have really fucking pissed you off because yeah. – it was 27-13 or something, or 14, for a long time, right? They were up more two possessions, and yet you just felt that two is going to hit the big ones. Waddle and Hill are doing whatever the fuck they want. If this defense can just get a couple of stops, which you know are coming then they were going to be right in the game and they ended up winning and covering 31-27. Yeah, this is an interesting game. I think, you know, at home, I've shown probably a little bit too much respect to Detroit. It's a perfect place for this Green Bay team really to go and play, to be honest. They're really struggling to throw the ball and to get a lot of completions to their rookies. Dobbs, who had a good game last week against Buffalo, had a touchdown. Yeah. um, Those guys that they're trying to get involved and have bigger weeks, if if you're trying to take a a wild shot on Dobbs this week on Fantasy, like this is the week to start them going in Detroit because they fucking stink. Uh, in the backfield they just fired their cornerbacks coach if uh, anyone saw that um they think that's going to be the remedy that you fire the fucking cornerbacks coach no these guys just aren't very somebody had to go you're right and it wasn't going to be head coach right it wasn't going to be dan Campbell because we all think he's doing a decent job right he just doesn't have the dogs as they say um but yeah i'm gonna go with green bay here i actually really like green bay in this spot it this feels like a get right game for me Everyone's been torching Rodgers all week. If you've been listening to um, any any of the sports jockeys or any of the, any of the shows, Colin Coward was fucking ripping Rodgers all day today. 
ripping the franchise at Green Bay, ripping Rodgers. You know Rodgers sits around and fucking listens to that shit. Um, I love Green Bay. I love Green Bay, and I love them for different reasons. I think this Green Bay defense is fucking spicy. Like, I think that is a good unit, and they maybe haven't had the best statistical year because the offense is so dog shit. But you look at this Detroit defense, and they are fucking atrocious. And if you need a, t- a game to get right for Aaron Rodgers and Dubs and the rest of this crowd, this beat a one. Like, this is basically this is as easy as it's going to get in terms of a, a defensive unit against an offensive unit. So if, if Rodgers and those guys can just get going, I think this defensive squad in Green Bay is good, and I think that they make uh, Detroit feel that, what are they, at one and seven, whatever their record is? Like, that's not an accident. This team's not good, and I think Green Bay shows pedigree here. Detroit's three and four against the spread. So, Peter, what you were saying, if you had any money left betting on Detroit, you'd be broke and you'd be not gambling anymore, and that's not true. (laughs) 71% of the money coming in on the Lions right now, and they are healthy, and clearly Swift made a difference. Uh, I think Amon St. Brown, uh, or what's what's his last name? That's him. Yeah, Hushmanzada. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Brad, you're not wrong with the defense. Detroit, actually, they've been playing slightly better. Uh, They were ranked 32nd uh, for the year, but – uh, they're trending the right direction the last three games, letting up 28 points a game. But you know what? Green Bay, they're letting up 25.7 points a game. They're not much better. They are not much better on the defensive <laughs> side of the ball. And on the offensive side of the ball, golf is slinging. They're averaging 239 yards uh, a game through the air. That is better then Green Bay. Green Bay is averaging 200 yards through the year. Now, that should improve versus a very bad defense in Detroit. But Detroit at home, I think this is a, this is a game where if I'm taking a dog, a home dog, this mm. is a game that Detroit should actually win, in my opinion. So I'm on the lines. Uh, the algorithm has Green Bay winning 20.69 to 19.99 you're getting almost three points of value on Detroit we've only got two games on those four o'clock so God, what are we, what are we gonna do I guess happen to have to watch that wait there's, Rams only, wait, there's two 4 p.m games That's all the it. games are at noon all the games are early yeah it, and there's n- that's bizarre. What are we going to do for red zone? What are they going to do with that? Nothing. I'm just going to go to regular TV. Yeah, that's that, bizarre. <laughs> yeah, Hansel. I wonder. I wonder why that is. Uh, is. Is there a is there a World Series? Is there something going on Sunday evening where they don't want to do apple picking? What do you do in November? I, yeah, pumpkin picking. Yeah, pumpkin pet. Well, that's over. Uh, well, we're going to talk about one of them. Uh, Seattle uh, on the road against Arizona. Uh, This line opened up at Arizona laying three. I'm now seeing Arizona laying two. Yeah, Seattle, Metcalf, big deal. And Brad, by the way, you bamboozled us last week saying that Metcalf was Was out. out. And I, yeah, we all took the Giants because of that. Yeah, that's the reason why. We're, yeah, we're going to blame you this time. We're Sunday. blaming you. Yeah, he we're, was you're, out you're, at the time when I reported that he was. Well, he, he was out. out with his bitch. He was fucking, out having yeah. coffee. Out, out having fucking <laughs> dinner. What the fuck did you mean? Out dyeing out? his hair. He, yeah, so that's fucking, you know, let's not get it twisted here. Uh, listen, this game, 
The only thing that scares me about this game is that I feel so confident in Seattle and I've taken all of the dogs to this point that I just think there's, I mean, there's no way. But you know what? I think this could be the game where Monday morning we're waking up and there's a big case for our boy Kingsbury getting getting the fucking heave-ho out of town. Um, I think... What what did the Cardinal the Cardinals lost a close one against Minnesota last week? Um, this is a game that they have to win. Like they're three and five, they're at home against a Seahawks team led by Geno Smith that everyone thought was going to be garbage going to going into the season. This is a a must win, not must win game. If that makes any sense, if they go to three and six, and if the Seahawks come in here. And kind of dominate them, which I have a feeling is gonna fucking happen. That could be the case for ooh, Kingsbury could be on the hot seat, and you're gonna hear a lot of people talking about it. So I think Geno Smith's playing really, really well. The Seahawks look fantastic. DK Metcalf looks great. The defense is playing well. I'm gonna go with the Seahawks here. I don't, I don't like the Seahawks in this spot. I like Arizona in this spot, and the reason being that I think uh, Hopkins be- being back is a complete game. Did game. you see that catch that he made? One hand, like, terrible throw. I right. fucking saw that. It was like that's one of the best catches I've ever but seen. Why do you even throw that? Yeah, ball? because you knew fucking Hopkins was going I mean, up for it. His hands are made of glue. There were like five catches like that though. Like there have been so many in the last two weeks since he's been off. Whatever he's unbelievable. He got PED suspension. Whatever he was, was he smoking weed or was he doing? Antler spray, who knows? Antler Whatever spray. it was, spray, motherfucker, yeah. he's got some sticky hands. And I think the biggest thing that he brings to the table is a level head, if you if that can be whatever. I think he has the most, whatever, leadership, level-headedness, whatever you want to call it. I think that he can bridge the gap between Kingsbury and Kyler. Did y'all see the uh, defensive celebration where they were doing the Call of Duty video game playing in the end zone? Uh, versus the Cardinals last week, just like calling out Ty- Kyler, cold as ice. That was some fucked up shit. Uh, anyhow, loved it. Thought it was amazing. I like I like Arizona in this spot. I like him at home. I like it. The, I think week three with Hopkins, I think this team is just kind of getting going. You're right, Pete. This is must win. Like back against the wall, Kingsbury probably get fired if they lose this game, or should be at least. Uh, I like Arizona. This is a really tough game, to both your points. Seattle's defense is sneaky good. They are top five right now their last three weeks, only giving up 15 points a game. That's better than Denver. That's better than Dallas. This is a very good defensive unit. More importantly, one of the things that I saw that was absolutely shocking, this team on the ground is a phenomenal rushing team we think they've been airing it out but this team is just playing perfect football good defense running the ball and then completing third downs that being said I think this is a spot for Arizona to get right and I think that high pressure situation by the coach what the coach is under it's a tremendous amount of stress I genuinely think I don't know what's going on in that locker room but I think they like Cliff I mean, he's a likable guy. Very good looking. He, I mean, he's handsome. That's for sure. I like Arizona in this spot. I think this team gets a W. It'll be a close one. It'll be a very close one. 
The algorithm has Seattle winning outright 26.61 to 24.63. You're nearly getting four points of value on Seattle. That is our pick five, Brad, Pete. Guys, thank you for listening, but come join us on Patreon at patreon.com slash backdoor cover. It's $10 a month. Come on. We just gave you five games. We're going to give you another seven on Patreon. So come sign up, get the rest of this bonus content. If nothing else, you got some good shit to listen to. Uh, anything else, gentlemen? I'll play that's you it. out. That's all we got. That's it, and that's all, baby. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Check out uh, patreon.com backslash backdoor cover for all of the game games. And until next time.